Well, hello, everyone. It's Dick Barlow, superintendent of Mountain Brook Schools, and I have the pleasure of the last few podcasts been talking to our teachers of the year at each school, and today we are at Cherokee Bend. Well, actually, we're not at Cherokee Bend. We're still at the central office at the podcast room, but we're talking to the people from Cherokee Bend, and I have with me Brandon Aaron, who is first-year principal at Cherokee Bend Elementary School, not the teacher of the year, but principal of the year at um, Cherokee Bend. I, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Principal of the year, Cherokee Bend. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to let Brennan introduce our teacher of the year at Cherokee Bend. But before we do, just so if anybody's listening to the podcast today, we just learned today that the, the high end on these podcasts are 66, 65 people listen to one of them. The low is like 25 and for this teacher of the year, we're shooting for 66, 67. So get your friends, your grandparents, your children, have them listen to this podcast. Let's try to get up to, let's try to, let's go crazy. Let's go 70. Yeah. I think we can do it. Brandon, sure. would you like to introduce? Absolutely. I could not be uh, more honored to introduce uh, Mrs. Lindsay Kirk, our teacher of the year at Cherokee Bend Elementary. Uh, to know Lindsay is uh, to love her. She is such an asset. Uh, to our school, um, and we cannot say enough about uh, how strong her impact is at Cherokee Bend. She truly exemplifies what it means to be a chief. She's caring. The relationships that she has with colleagues and students are the foundation of everything that she does. She works hard and tirelessly, especially in her new role as a literacy coach this year. She inspires others, and oftentimes she inspires others simply by her positive attitude. She's eager to get the job done, work with others, and help others succeed. And again, especially in this new role as the literacy coach this year, she is fearless each and every day. Uh, we all stand in awe of uh, who she is and what she brings to our school. So could not be happier to share her with you today. Wow, what a compliment. How's that make you feel, Lance? I know, that was an amazing intro. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I gave him about 12 seconds to get ready for it, so obviously he meant it, or else yeah. he's really good at faking. Yeah. I don't, I've been around him enough. I don't think he's a very good faker. No, not at all. <laughs> so uh, seriously, what's that make you think when you hear your principal say that you're caring, hardworking, you help others, and you're fearless? Um. I mean, the fearless thing is the thing that really stands out to me because in the role of literacy coach, students are looking at you, teachers are looking at you, parents are looking to you. So you do have to put yourself in some situations where you just have to be vulnerable and just go out on a limb and try new things and just be a good role model for hmm. the students, the teachers, yeah, you know, families. So the well. fearless thing really hits home uh, <laughs> this year <laughs> well hey congratulations first of all yes this is quite an honor and a special Absolutely. representing cherokee bend elementary school it's a great school a lot of great teachers there oh, um yeah. were you surprised we have the best i mean of of all the elementary of schools all the elementary schools y'all are certainly yeah. one of them in mountain brook I just want you to know. Gosh, all these compliments today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do want to say, and that's a great point, that we have such phenomenal teachers at Cherokee Bend. And so truly to be named not only Teacher of the Year for Mountain Brook City Schools, but just for Cherokee Bend Elementary is such an honor mm -hmm. because any of our teachers could be bestowed that honor at any time. Mm -hmm. uh, we have tremendous educators at our school for sure. 
Yeah, and actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't even bring up that you were the primary um, elementary school teacher of the year for Mount Brook Schools. We've been talking to each individual teacher of the year at each school, but you were certainly the teacher of the year for um, Cherokee Bend. But newsflash, because Brandon just brought it up again, <laughs> is that you were chosen out of the four teachers of the year to be the representative of Mount Brook Schools for our elementary teacher of the year. And so that's pretty huge, too. It's incredible. I, when I came here 10 years ago, I felt like I was so knowledgeable. But then coming here, I was like, wow, these people are amazing, too. You know, <laughs> so I just wanted to live up to, you know, what Mountain Brook teachers are. And so it just seems surreal to mm. win that uh, honor. Well, that's great. All right. So let's go back in time a little bit. OK. okay. So where'd you go to college? Illinois State. Illinois State. I bet you're the only person in Mount Brook schools who went to <laughs> Illinois State. I'm just it's a just a stretch mm-hmm. guess right there. I would say so. Yeah. And so were you in education or Yes. So it's kind of a funny story. I moved down here to just live with my friend for a few months because I lit I graduated in January and I was like, I've always wanted to live in the South. This could be a good time to just, you know, have a few months. I'll sub down there. Yeah. live in the south and then i was going to go home and start teaching in august and i never went home are you so here's serious? my new home my husband actually teases me and he says when are you going to start calling this home because yeah. i've lived here since 03 but i still sometimes say i'm going to go home so <laughs> but yeah i did go to uab for my master's degree my eds yeah. so but so did you have a, a job in illinois no. And, but you were going to go back and get a job mm-hmm. and start teaching. And so you're you're hanging out with your friend, and you mm-hmm. just decided you'd stay, and you applied for jobs and got one. Mm-hmm. So what made you – let's go back a little bit further. Why okay. teaching? Well, I was the kid who would, like, play school all the time. Really? Yeah. Um, and I really loved one of my second-grade teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, she played Kermit the Frog. Um, <laughs> something about a rainbow song yeah. and she would let us dance every morning and I just remember that class com- classroom community and her making all of us feel so special and so I think that was just one of the you know that first educator that really made a huge impact in my life that helped push me towards that goal so it really is true you never know what um, inspires somebody right Kermit yeah. the Frog Kermit the Frog yeah <laughs> Brandon, does that make you proud of her? So proud. So proud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you decided you wanted to be a teacher. You went to mm-hmm. Illinois State, mm-hmm. got your undergrad, um, and then got your master's at um, UAB. And so what great – how long have you been with Mount Brookshills? Ten years. Ten years. Ten Where years. were you before then? Leeds. Oh, okay. And I was at the elementary school and the middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how fantastic. All fifth grade, though. But Yeah. Leeds mm-hmm. is a great school district. Oh, yeah. And so um, so you, you come to Mountain Brook Schools, and, uh, and you taught what grade? Fifth grade fifth. for one year. Yeah. And then um, I moved to third. Yeah. Um, and I was there for six years, and then I moved to kindergarten. Wow. I taught kindergarten for two years. So what was your favorite? Ooh. That's. Are students going to listen to this? I don't They're know. all We're... my favorites. <laughs> no, I really do love all grades. They all have 
you know, good things about them. Yeah. Yeah. You might get the best stories from the kindergartners, though. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. (laughs) So they're they're pretty cute. But that's great. So all right. So so you've taught the gamut of Mm -hmm. you know in primary schools, and then you were um, you became the literacy coach. Mm -hmm. So what what drew you to that job? I've really wanted this job for a really long time. Really. Um. Wow. I actually applied for the literacy coach position in Leeds mm-hmm. and didn't get it. But I think it was good because then I was able to come here and I taught a lot of different grades, which helped grow my craft. Um, and so I think um, this was just a better time. Okay. So it all worked out. So, so what's the difference in working with adults who are teachers teaching teachers or teaching students? Is it similar or is there really an, a craft in working with adults? Or There is a big learning curve in working with adults, but I think it's the same in that we have to meet teachers where they are, just like we would meet students where they are. Mm-hmm. And we have to know that everybody um, perceives things different way and need to learn things different ways. So. We just have to personalize learning for adults and children. Yeah. So has that been the biggest surprise for you? So what um, what is the biggest surprise about being a literacy coach that you had no clue that was going to come through your door? Hmm. That was a good question, by the way. That's a good question. I mean, I don't want to brag on myself or anything, but good question. I mean, I guess I just didn't think I'd have to be so vulnerable. Like, all the time, somebody's analyzing what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but I, at the same time, I feel so blessed because I've always tried to be a leader from my classroom. And so now it's just amazing to be able to do it full time, mm-hmm. all day, every day. So. Um, well, truly, isn't that what good leaders do? I mean, they're vulnerable and they're transparent and they mm-hmm. lead people to become better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what a leader is, right? Mm-hmm. And so to be transparent and to be vulnerable, even if, even when it's difficult, mm-hmm. it's probably the beginning steps of being a good leader. I mean, I guess. I Brandon? Don't I tried to do the same thing for my students, you yeah. know, like let them know when I make mistakes or say, oh, I didn't say that right or that kind of thing. But it's just harder when you're in front of your peers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so. Well, that was my biggest fear. I, and this is this podcast isn't about me, but let me just go ahead and talk about me for a yeah. second. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember when I became superintendent and I was talking to a friend and I was like, he's like, what's your biggest fear? And I was like, I, I have a feel um, I have a fear that they're going to find out who I really am, you know, and yeah. it's not going to be good enough to be the superintendent of Mount Brook schools. And he let me know that everybody felt that way. So uh, mm-hmm. that kind of, you know, brought the tension down and just allowed me to just be me and do my job. Mm-hmm. So, we well, yeah. know it's funny you say that because anytime you go into a new role, you have to have that vulnerability, right? And you're nervous in a lot of situations. And the beautiful thing that we've seen with Lindsay this year is that she has encountered several situations that might be out of her comfort zone, but she's handled them with such ease. You know, when you go into different classrooms, one of the beautiful things in Mountain Brook City Schools is our teachers have such autonomy to work with their students and provide students exactly what they need. 
So for Lindsay to go to different classrooms with different teaching styles, and she can meet teachers where they are just like she meets students where they are. And she really is helping everyone succeed. And that is not an easy thing Mm -hmm. to do um, with adult learners or with students. Yeah. So what's your goal when you're when you're a literacy coach? What what when you go into every day? Not that you think about it every day, but maybe you do. So like here today, remember, this is what I'm about. What is it? Um, Ultimately, we want to make students be better readers, Mm -hmm. obviously. But I think on a day to day basis, it's more about helping teachers feel comfortable and confident in what they're teaching yeah. because that's going to translate into the student's performance. So just building confidence mm-hmm. in their knowledge. That's funny you say that. I was having a conversation with someone just last week and um, the conversation turned and they said something about, you know, w- what would you tell people? And I said, the thing that I would remind the people that work in Mount Brook schools is that they're professionals. Mm-hmm. They might not know. You know, there's always this feeling of, do I really know what I'm doing? But you've been doing it for 15 years. You know mm-hmm. what you're doing. You just don't know that you know that you do it. You know what mm-hmm. you're doing. And so just be confident in who you are and what you've done and the body of work that you have. And that doesn't mean that you don't want to learn, diff- you know, every day or become better. It just means that, okay, I do know. Mm-hmm. I'm good at what I do, and I'm going to get a lot better. So. Right. And we're so blessed to have so much professional development here that it's just helping teachers apply and transform hmm. their instruction. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's let's turn it to Mount Brook Schools for a second. So you okay. came not – Leeds is a great school district, like I said earlier, but you come to Mount Brook Schools. So how's, how's Mount Brook helped you become a better um, professional? Um, well, the first three years I was here, we started, we had a huge study on workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helped me transform my classroom a lot. And then the biggest things that we've talked about lately are all the work with Schlechty. And I did some research with Ron Berger. Mm-hmm. And I've done a lot more with implementing metacognitive strategies and just really having students own their own thinking and their own work and just incorporating a lot of choice and agency into the classroom. So all of that work that's occurred while I've been here, it's just phenomenal how much I've grown in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so fun to see somebody like you who you come in and what we always say is we want to take, we want to take good teachers and make them great. And you're you're the the photograph of that. that well, thank you. You were good. We hired you because we knew you were good, and you just keep on getting better. Well, so, I hope so. Yeah, you better. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, you want to ask her a question? She's tied to the headsets now. You know, I, I would love to know. Now that you've made that transition from classroom teacher to instructional coach, mm-hmm. what do you love the most about your job every day? And it cannot be your administrators. But besides, <laughs> well, that would be number one. <laughs> right. Besides Mr. Aaron and Ms. Dudley, what else do you love about your role? I mean, it really is kind of amazing. It's hectic at the same time, but it's really kind of amazing some days that I'll 
go and teach first grade reading. And then I run upstairs and I do professional development with the third grade team. And then I run downstairs and I teach kindergartners writing. And so I just get to have my hands in all different grades. Mm. Um, And I do enjoy all different ages of kids. So just being everywhere and the days go by so fast (laughs) (laughs) but I mean all these teachers at the same time that I'm hoping to develop confidence in teachers they're teaching me Hmm. you know um, like little Katie Harrison who's from Cherokee Bend I learned so many things from her every single day and I just love that like Hmm. she'll like all her little classroom management tools are so amazing and it's just fun to learn from people who are veteran teachers or people who have taught for three four years you know yeah so it's just incredible working with everyone that's fantastic you know that's one thing that teachers don't always get to see you don't always get to have that view into someone else's classroom Mm -hmm. all day right and so that I think is one of the coolest things about being a literacy coach and that Lindsay's probably experiencing this year is just being able to go in and see all the different types of instruction and all the great teachers we have in our building. Mm -hmm. That's interesting you say that because you started as a literacy coach after being in the classroom. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we we have actually a very similar path. Uh, I taught first grade, third grade, fifth grade, but being a literacy coach, it's, it's so rewarding when you can take the knowledge of your experience in the classroom and you feel confident. I mean, if you're going to take that role, there's a confidence you feel about taking that role. And you are humbled so quickly because (laughs) you see educators who are so much, I'm not talking about you, Lindsay, I promise, that are better than you and that make Mm -hmm. you better. And it's such a powerful position to be in because you really get to work with some of the best people um, whether it be in Mountain Brook or other districts. And I think Lindsay's experiencing that now. And I think and I hope she feels even more rewarded with being named Teacher of the Year because mm-hmm. uh, the teachers we have at our school, they're pretty spectacular. Yeah. And in the whole system. And mm-hmm. you are Teacher of the Year for the elementary sector. Yeah. Well, while I got both of you here, Brennan, let me say is your first year as principal, but you've just done an outstanding job. And I want to make that public that I just am super proud of you and all that you've done and the leadership that you and Carla have taken on and moving Cherokee Bend forward and couldn't be more proud of you. Um, Thank you. And I I don't know if you know this or not, but Chiefs are on. Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Sorry, I couldn't help but laugh because I wanted to, you to know that if you were at school for his birthday on Friday, that like 550 some teachers and students wore his face on their shirt. So that just shows how well loved he is by everyone mm-hmm. at Cherokee Bend. So it's a day I will not forget, but I'm hoping those shirts are out of everyone's memory very soon. That's awesome. And so, and Lindsay, again, congratulations to you. And thank you. I'm going to follow William Galloway, and he always gives the people that he interviews the last word. And so I'd like to thank everybody for um, listening. And remember, we're we're trying to get up to 70 on the podcast. So even if you have to listen to it like 12 times, Jacob, I mean, you know, let's go. Let's get on the podcast Mm -hmm. and let's, let's do what we need to do to make you number one.
yeah. on all the podcast series yeah. as far as Let's do it. Teachers of the Year. So anything you want to say, you can say it to your students, your parents, or just whatever you want to say, and then we'll be through. Okay. Um, I just appreciate the support of everyone in the community. The board's always super supportive. Um, the foundation's amazing. Our administrators are always helpful. Brandon has such a coaching heart, and so does Carla. So it's great to always have positive feedback and things you can improve upon. Um, our students are like my heart. I love them so much, and the parents are so supportive, and it's just such a great community to be in. I really love working here. 